Welcome in to episode nine of the Godly Young Men podcast. It is crazy that next week is going to be our 10th episode. Time has flown by. I can't believe we're already that far in. One of the things that we wanted to start this episode with, and hopefully something that our viewers can, can help us with, we are constantly trying to figure out ways to improve our studio here. This is a bit of a makeshift studio. We feel like it is, for what it is, it's not bad. We've got our logo there, which is more than some people can say. We've That's got true. nice microphones. Got our dumbbell workouts. Got some gym-type stuff, but I guarantee you that there are people watching this that go, man, they really should do X, Y, Z. They could really spruce it up a little bit by doing fill-in-the-blank. So that's what we want you to do as we get started here. If you've thought of something that you're like, man, this would be really cool if they had on the wall or on the shelf or you name it, comment. Let us know. We're looking for suggestions. And then donate to Focus Press with the money to do it. Exactly. That would be great, too. That would yeah. be great, too. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of things we want to do. If we had the money, we would deck this thing out. But if, if, if you think of something off the top of your head, you're like, man, for the gym podcast, this would be great to have. Let us know. Comment. We'd like to hear. But today, Joe, we're talking about hard work, yep. uh, the importance of hard work. And, you know, there's kind of this idea out there that young people these days don't work hard. Mm. Yep. I think uh, probably a lot of our viewers, if they're between 15 and 25, they've probably heard an older person maybe say that with a little bit of, uh, you know, just frankness about the fact that young people these days, they just don't, they just work. don't work. They just don't work hard. They're just lazy. Back in my day, you know, all those things that older people say. And so that's the first question that I really want you to get into because we're going to talk about why is hard work so important? Why is it something that young men should strive for, strive to get better at? But I do think there's a bit of a difference when you talk about the generations here. When we're targeting 15 to 25-year-olds, and as we've always said, I hate to say this every time, but that does not mean that if you're 26 that you can't watch our podcast. Right, right. I think we had somebody comment the other day that said they were over 30. Great. We love that you're here. We're just using that kind of as, as the base. Yep. But 15 to 25 is Generation Z, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. Whereas older than that is going to be more so millennial. I do see a bit of a difference there mm-hmm. in the work ethic of those two generations. I would be Generation Z. I'm 23. But I want you to get into that question. Yep. Do young people these days actually, is it true that they don't work hard, as a bunch of older people truly say? This drives me nuts. In millennials, the, the term millennial is often maligned already. Yeah. Uh, those millennials, like they use it, and what they mean is anybody who's 10 to 40 years old. Like, that's not exactly how it goes. <laughs> right. Okay, there's there's a specific... They mean young people. Exactly. Young mean, people, yeah. oh, they millennials. Like, no. In my opinion, millennials... From some of the millennials I know work harder than anybody else I know. Sure. Because they've got three, four, five different side hustles. They get done working a job, they go to a second job, and when they're done with that, they're door dashing and they're making money because rent and, and house payments cost so much money these days right. that they have to. And their life is work. So I think workaholism is actually on the rise with millennials. So it's really unfair when old people go, Well, they just don't know how to work. That's not true. However, <laughs> on the other hand On the other hand, I do think Gen Z is more on the, I don't know, sounds mean, on the lazy end. Sure. I think they think work is for suckers. And when I was doing like therapy. Like they're trying to beat the system somehow. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And when I was doing therapy, I worked at a place called Griffith Centers for Children. And so we worked with a lot of kids and maybe even Generation Alpha, the one after Gen Z. I was working with some of them too. And I can count on one hand the number of times I heard, I'd ask them, hey, what, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? 
And kind of on one hand, the number of times I heard something other than YouTube star. Wow. I kid you not. Now, TikTok... So YouTube star was the answer everybody gave. Right. Basically. This was probably... I think I got out of it maybe three, four years ago. Um, TikTok wasn't a huge thing. Sure. Now that's the new thing. We want to be TikTok stars. Everybody and their dog wanted to be a YouTube Mr. Star. Beast and guys exactly, like that. Exactly, because yeah. they see them making millions. And wow, they're on yachts and they got their Lambo, you know, Lambos and they're driving up and it's super cool. And most of the kids, I said, do you have any idea how much, you know, what it takes to be a YouTube star? Seriously. They had no idea. Mr. Beast works like 80 hour weeks. I mean, they just the saw all the fun. They saw all the exactly. riches. It's like, man, that's what I want to do. Everything you know? that's, that's, you know, they're kind of posing, right? Everything they show online, that's like, whoa, man, that's incredible. That's what I want. So they want the benefits of that, but they don't understand the hard work that it takes to get that. Sure. And some people even do understand the hard works, but they, uh, you know, the hard work that it takes, but they still want the fame. And there's a tipping point recently that's happened in my lifetime where it went from I would rather be famous than rich. Yeah. And that's never been the case. There's a lot of people, especially older people, that are like, man, I'd love to be rich and nobody knows who I am. Yeah. They don't care about the fame. They want the fortune. That's tipped in our life because of things like TikTok and YouTube. So when we get into the importance of hard work, this is the generational gap we're seeing is they don't, the, the blue collar, we'll get into this later, but the blue collar and, and things like that are looked yeah. down upon. And this is what I want to get into. In transitioning to kind of the main point of our outline here, as I mentioned, a lot of people, a lot of young guys think work is for suckers. Work is for those that, you know, if you're going to work hard, well, that just shows that you're not doing it right. I'd rather work smart, work smart than work hard. And by working kind of like, that means, let, let me find a shortcut. Let me right. again, beat the system. Well, somehow. when you're on YouTube, what are the ads that are hitting you up? Yeah. You got Jimmy V or whatever his name is. V Shred or whatever. Uh, yeah. And, and is it Jimmy G? I don't even know these guys. They drive me nuts because they get on and they tell you how you're going to make a fortune. You must be on YouTube nothing. way more than me. Yeah. <laughs> I get all of these entrepreneurial, you know, hey, this is how you do drop shipping. And so oh, wants I see. To do yeah, 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 yeah. And then you have the guy who rolls up in his Lamborghini, rolls up in his Ferrari. He gets out and he's going to tell you how to make millions. And you go, that's easy. An idiot could Anybody do that. Could Anybody do could that, do right. this. So why don't I? Like, you're being played, you're being scammed, but. It's a quick dollar. That's working smart. So, that's not so working to hard. your point, that's a problem. Working hard is kind of, I don't want to say frowned upon, but right. really kind of looked at in a negative light by a lot of young people these Correct. days. Correct. And so, what we want to talk about with this episode is why is it important for young men mm-hmm. to work hard? Why is it important? Let's say you're on the younger end listening and you're, you're 15, 16. Why is it important for you to develop the habit now to work hard if you're, if you're on the older end? Again, 25, 20. Why is it important that wherever you are right now, you start working hard? And we've got several reasons that we want to talk about and reasons that, okay, on the surface, you might already know, right? People might be listening to this going, yeah, okay, yeah, I know that one, I know that one, I know that one. But there's a difference in knowing it and actually understanding it, I guess. Like you have the knowledge of, okay, yes, I know that that is a factor, but do you actually understand it? Mm -hmm. And so this first one that we want to get into, and we're going to try to be quick because we've actually got five to get into the first one is work has been a part of man of, of a man's life for literally all of human history. Since the beginning. There has never been a time in a in, in a man's life where work was not a part. Now, some people are gonna say, Whoa, whoa, hold on. Work was a punishment for sin. Why is that not the case? Man was given work before he was given woman. Exactly. Before he was given marriage to tend the garden. Genesis to two, I think it's fifteen. Genesis two fifteen. Correct. God, before he created Eve, he tells Adam, tend and keep the garden. That's right. Now, you might be like, oh, well, that wasn't hard work. Okay. It, it was a responsibility. Correct. It was a purpose. Name the animals, yep. tend the garden. That's work. It was a blessing. The, the 
problem with the fall and, and the issues that come after, the consequences that come after, it's taking what was already their job and making it that much harder. Correct. So yeah. it was already the job of the serpent to crawl on the ground. They're making that much harder. It was already the job of the woman to bear children. It's going to be painful. It's going to be that much harder. It's already the job for the man to work. Now the the ground is going to make you work for it. It's going right. To, or, or is going to make it make, I say work for it again, using it negatively. That's the way we're programmed is to view it as negative. It's going to be that much harder for you to do what you were already gifted with. Work sure. was a gift from the beginning, and God said, I'm giving you purpose. I'm giving you something that is, is you can sleep at the end of the day, which he puts men to rest and builds a woman out of him, right? But you can sleep and know that you did something great. It's, a, it's a realm of taking dominion. That's exactly what yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. And you have to wonder, like, and we're going we're gonna to get into this with a later point, but if God didn't give Adam that, what was he going to do? Eat? apples all day you know walk around <laughs> yeah. how many times could you walk around walk around the same tree you know what i mean right. like he actually that gave him again a purpose and remember to that, that is paradise yes that, that was exactly perfection before sin entered the world so in paradise there was man once i get to paradise i just get to sit back and do nothing yeah <laughs> no you just get meaningful work that right. is paradise that's how we bring paradise on earth and so for anybody and i'll let you get a little sure. intro number two here in a second but for anybody who might again have the mindset of, well and working's for suckers. Worker work has literally been around for as long as humans have existed. Again, specifically right. men, godly young men podcast yep. for guys, for for males that has been around longer than women have. That's right. And so you can argue it's even more of a part of our natural biology than yep. procreation, than than getting married or anything like that. It is a part of us. But get us into the second one. Yeah, because I think they're actually they are. Yeah, they come together. You as a man will be responsible for providing for a family. We see that That's also from the beginning. Yeah. That's the second reason. So first is you'll, it was part from the very beginning. It was part of human existence. Work has been. But second, you'll be responsible for providing for your family. Those that work, and, and we will get into the scriptures later, but the, you know, if, you, if a man doesn't work, he shouldn't eat. There is this aspect of taking responsibility sure. for something that is yours, which is your family. You're responsible for providing for them, and hard work is the best way to get there. There is a... We are not going to have a should women go to work debate here. You listen to our other podcasts, you can figure out our answer there. Right. But the, the culture says that in a in a married couple's household, husband and wife, they have, again, culture says this, they have equal responsibility in making sure that the family's needs are provided for. That is not the biblical model. The biblical model is not, right. okay, husband and wife, you guys both have to make sure that your family's provided for. Right. What is the model? According to, the, according to God... It's the man's response, the godly yeah. man's responsibility to make sure his family's provided for. And if you're somebody who doesn't, who kind of shirks hard work or kind of tries to take the shortcut, the easy way out, kind of does anything he can uh, to do the bare minimum or b before he absolutely has to work, he'll do anything else before he has to work, you're going to have a hard time leading your family. You're going to have That's a right. hard time shouldering the, and I always hate to call it a burden, but to some extent it is a burden. Of make of of your family, the financial needs of, of your family rests on your shoulders. Right. And again, if you're somebody who shirks that, if you're somebody who pushes that aside, number one, you're pushing aside a responsibility God has given you. But number two, you're neglecting your family. That's something that should and I believe does fall on the man's shoulders. That's right. And burden is yeah, that's the term. the The term you said it perfectly. The responsibility. Responsibility can be a weight, but it's also a huge blessing. Yeah. And and the responsibility does rest on your shoulder, which is why. 
in the God-given family, a man goes to work, he provides for his family, he takes dominion outside of the home, the woman takes dominion inside the home. Yes. In terms of with the kids raising, you know, raising the kids and such. And the man, yeah, that's his role too, but we have all the manies, right? We have these the dads that, well, my wife makes more than me. Could you imagine, and I'm sorry, <laughs> let me just go off for a second. Here we go. Could you imagine being the guy whose wife makes more than him and who's perfectly fine with being home and just raising the kids? There's medical the, reasons the sometimes. Mr. Mom of, thing. Correct. Yeah. There's, there may be medical reasons. There may be things like that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the guy who goes, well, my wife has a really good job. Therefore, I'm fine staying home. How emasculating. I mean, how... how In the words of my brother, that's super embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> But seriously, truly, yeah. truly, because your job, what helps you as a man feel like a man? Yeah. Getting to work, going accomplishing something. Yeah. Yes. Conquering in the world and being the best you can be at your job. You move up the ladder, you make money. Hey honey, I got a promotion. We're going out. We're going to have steaks tonight. Like, boom, I accomplished it. I'm a man. That's what it's we the do. dominion thing. It's the it's conquering exactly. thing. Exactly. Yeah. So your job is to do that and to provide for your family and the guys who take a backseat, who, who just chase either paycheck to paycheck, you know, they bounce from seven different jobs in their marriage and, oh, I'm still trying to figure out what I'm doing. It's like, no, you should have had a wife. Yeah. Don't get married if you don't know what you're going to do. If you're going to bounce from job to job making minimum wage and your wife is going to go out and have to work in order to make ends meet, you're not ready for marriage. Which is why this is is so important. I'm about to get us into the third one, but why this is so important is because if you as a young man are not developing the hard work ethic right now and then you get married... It doesn't come by osmosis. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's not something that you just wake up and, all right, I'm going to all of a sudden work hard now. And it gets even harder because exactly. now the responsibility really is there. It's not just for yourself. It's not just for yourself. You've got somebody else to provide right. for. And so the earlier you start, the better, as has been the case with a lot of these things. Let's get to the third one, though. Number three, as far as the reasons why it is important for young men to work hard, and this one, again, ties in the last one, working hard really kind of helps you grow up. It does. It's one of those things that... You know, when you realize that life is not all about fun and games and you're actually having to, again, go out and, and put in a hard day's work and, and do it five days a week or however long, however many hours a week, it's something that it, it kind of increases your maturity level yeah. a little bit. And yeah. for, you see that a lot in the guys that you, you can tell if a 20-year-old guy has had a job since he was 14 or if he, yep. you know, just got his first job at 18, 19. you can tell oh, yeah. the guys that grew up either yep. working on the farm or they had chores in their household or they, again, they got a job early on out of, yep. or in high school versus the guys that kind of trust fund kids, right? Oh yeah. Daddy and mommy funded everything. You can totally tell. And the reason for that is because the guys that have worked hard their whole life are more mature. They've grown up a little bit more. Right. This one is huge. Oh yeah, because then your wife, and we see this a lot, where the wife ends up having to be the adult in the room. And yeah. it's a mom-child relationship rather than a husband and wife relationship where the hierarchy is correct because the guy never grew up. He doesn't put in a hard day's work because he looks at work as being for suckers. Yeah. Hard work. Like, man, I'm just going to try to get rich quick. Those things don't work. Okay? And if you get rich quick, you'll probably lose it quick because yeah. that's what happens. This is where it matures you and you go, this is really good for me. Like, I love working out with my hands and, and you know, I'm happening to grow muscle. I'm happening to do whatever else. I'm moving boxes. Maybe I'm working at Amazon, moving boxes, but I'm noticing I'm building muscle and I'm making a paycheck and I'm now having to pay for rent and I'm paying for these things. All of a sudden there's a, there's the responsibility rises, but so does the freedom. And so does the sense of yeah. accomplishment rises because I'm not playing video games in my parents' basement. I'm out making ends meet in the real world. I'm that, out that's what I was going to say is it, it brings you more in tune with the with the world and, and with reality. You see the the people out there that you can kind of tell that they've had wealthy parents their whole life, which 
that's there's nothing wrong with that, right? That's a, that's a blessing right. to be in, being a wealthy Absolutely. family. But you can tell that they're just not really in tune with the world because they've had everything handed to them. They've mm. never really had to work. Those aren't the most enjoyable people to be around because it's almost like they don't process and understand that no, there's real problems out there. People actually have to work real jobs and things like that. And you just you want to be the person that's more in tune with the world. Right. And 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 a lot of that comes once again with understanding hard work and not just understanding it from a theoretical standpoint, but actually experiencing it. Right. Actually going out and working hard. And so I think this one about kind of helping you grow up and and really kind of bringing you more in tune with the world is really important for young men to, again, kind of experience, not yeah. just know, but, but experience, but get us into number four. Yeah. Yeah. Hard work adds value to society. Number four, hard work adds value to society. And it this just, one, this one's more of an economic yes. I guess, point rather than a biblical one, but it's so true. Yeah, absolutely. Because you don't want to be a mooch on society, yeah. a, a leech in we're seeing this more and more with people. More people are on welfare. More people are giving up on the idea of working and just going on unemployment, going on, you know, sitting on the dole type of thing. And yeah, that's a harsh term. And there's, there's going to be people that, well, you can't really say that about the welfare state. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can. Work is really, really good. Sitting on welfare for the rest of your life is not, is not good. And it doesn't add value to society because guess who pays for those on welfare? Those who are working hard on society. Right. And let me tell you this real fast. The moment you work for yourself and have a 1099 instead of W2, when you are your own boss and they start taking out 15% in taxes more than what you expect because now you have social security and you're physically having to see the taxes come out because they don't just take it out. It hurts. Oh boy. <laughs> does it sting? Oh boy. Does that make you go, hold on a second. Yeah. Everybody needs to start working really hard because I'm yeah. sick of paying for everybody else. That it, that goes to our last point. It grows you up real fast, but it's also really good for society because you do get to help those who maybe are sick, those who can't take care of themselves. A lot of our listeners and, and watchers are probably in school. How many of you, and we were homeschooled, so not quite the same, right. but I had to do these when I, when I went to community college for a few years. You have these group projects, right, where mm-hmm. you have four or five people in a group working together on a project. I think everybody is probably familiar with the scenario where you've got three out of the four people in the group working really, really hard, putting stuff together, adding stuff, researching, mm-hmm. and then the one guy or girl who just kind of shows up and doesn't add anything right. but still gets the A on the project. Oh. Those, if that doesn't make your blood boil right, right now. Those types of people are the worst. But what yep. we're talking about here is that kind of idea except with society. Do you want to be the person who goes to give the school assignment and because of all the hard work you put in, all the things that you contributed, you can feel great about the A grade that you received? Or do you want to be the person that, like, again, is kind of the parasite, the, the that's one right. that's mooching off of everybody else rather than adding value? That's something that is so... It's really hard to quantify. To it's it's not very tangible, but man, it's something that when you consider, look at the value that I've added to society. Rather than just pulling and taking, I'm actually giving something. That's a really big deal. I got a lot of hills to die on, a lot of soapboxes in this particular episode. So I don't mean <laughs> to go off on this too, but please don't be the guy who vilifies the one percent. Sure. You know, don't be the guy who's looking at kind of socialism, communism, things like that are starting to come more into the zeitgeist, more into the public consciousness of maybe we should try this or, you know, they need to pay their fair share. And so we start villainizing those who have done really well for themselves. And what we want to do is is we kind of want to be the guy who takes from them. And well, why can't they just pay for everybody else? Because they worked for it and you didn't. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Because the 1%, you think that they weren't working their tail off for their entire life? Yes. Some were gifted and they got into the 1%. Most of those guys had... So many sleepless nights, 90-hour work weeks, you know. Sacrificed Elon all Musk kinds was, of things. Exactly. Elon Musk slept in his office for how many, how many? I think, years. 
just to make ends meet. And Tesla he's was on going top under, of the world now. And now yeah. he's the richest man in the world. Why? Because he worked so stinking hard and he kept working and pushing and pushing. And now we can villainize him because he's 1%. And we go, well, he's got the money to pay for everybody else. Yeah, but he worked for it and they didn't. Yeah. Don't ever be the guy who's making fun of the 1% or saying, well, they have enough to just afford the rest of us to be bums. I'm reading a book on communism right now and it's horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Make sure that you are providing something to society when you are, you know, as you work hard because you're helping those that can't. When I talk about the welfare state, I'm not talking about those who physically are unable. I'm talking about those who live on the dole when they are perfectly capable, capable of getting of working. jobs. Sure. It's because hard work is really good and somebody hasn't given them that secret. Somebody yeah. hasn't told them that this adds value to you. Not just not just society as a whole. It adds value to yourself. Yep. And that's the self-worth thing, the dominion thing that we talked that's about. That's right. Briefly, before we get into what does the Bible say about this? I put this one on there as far as why is it important for young men to work hard. It's important because quite simply, what's the alternative? What Number is five. the alternative? The Number alternative? five, yep. if you're somebody who's like, well, man, I really, this working hard thing is not for me. What is your plan? Seriously. Is your plan to just play video games the rest right. of your life or binge Netflix or binge YouTube? And like, what's the alternative? That's why I brought up earlier. If Adam wasn't going to be tending the garden, what was he going to be doing? Walking around in circles all day? Like yeah. it, 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 it brings you purpose. And so exactly life is not all about the, again, playing video games, watching Netflix and, and listen to whatever, TikTok or whatever all day long. You need to have purpose. And sure. so I want us to get into briefly, what does the Bible say? Because I think these are all verses that, that our listeners and watchers are hopefully familiar with. But the New Testament, and really all the Bible, but the New Testament speaks a great deal about specifically men, hard work. Right. Get into some of those. Well, I already referenced earlier, um, 2 Thessalonians 3, yeah. 10 through 12, which is, if a man's not going to work, he's not going to eat. And what's going on in, in you know Thessalonica is you got people that say, hey, God's coming back at any time, and they stopped working. We're just going to wait for, for Jesus to come back in the Paul's clouds. Like, Paul's no, like, no, 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 no. No. You get back to work because yeah. you have a family relying on you. If you're not going to work, you and don't. That's need... such a basic principle. It really is, but they're sitting around, some, yeah. you know, waiting for life to happen, waiting for God to come back instead of recognizing, no, it's really good to work now. Yep. Work while you can. It's not that you're going to be saved from work in, in the resurrection. It's that, you know, we're our work matters all the more. So that'd be one. All the Proverbs. Go yeah, read the yeah. book of Proverbs. We Go to the even, ant, thou sluggard, that type of thing. Yeah, that's like, exactly it. We didn't even put specific Proverbs because there are so many. Literally, we could give probably two or three dozen after doing about five talk minutes about, worth of research. They talk about the value of hard the work. The value of hard yeah. work. Consider the ant, like you said. All of those talking about the sluggard, which is a key term. You get the wicked, you got the righteous, you got the sluggard, yeah. um, you know, the hardworking. All of these contrasts in the book of Proverbs. And not once is the sluggard looked at favorably, looked at as a wise man because he got out of work and, and the other... He those, beat the system. Exactly. Yeah. Those bums who got stuck at work. Like, huh, huh. no. Right. You consider the ant. The ant does its does its thing. It knows its value in the work that it does and it provides for, for other people. I love Colossians 3.23 that talks about whatever you do, literally, he kind of, he casts that broad net and yeah. says, whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord, as to the Lord. and not to men. I think it's sometimes we can get so tied tied down to like maybe a mean boss mm -hmm. or somebody that we don't think again, like you talked about the, the 1% that, Oh, they, they can afford to lose it. They don't really deserve it. You're working for God. And that's something that is so important for young men to remember is that your work that you're offering. We talked about this when we're talking about just doing the bare minimum and kind of barely getting by. Yeah. That's what you're giving to God. And so right. you have to consider that when you're talking about your work and your work ethic. What are you offering up to God? Are right. you doing your work heartily as to the Lord, not to men, as to the Lord? And into the, in that context is talking about slaves and masters. Yeah. You're not working for the master. You're working for your master. Your master. For God. Yeah. 
And so that's that's slaves. How easy would it be for slaves to, to get out of that and go, they're so mean. doesn't matter. You're working hard for God because he's your master. He's the one that's asking you to work hard. Work heartily unto the Lord, not unto the master who may treat you poorly, who may not pay you appropriately. Whatever it may be, you're working for God. Yep. That's why we do it. Yep, exactly. So, again, we could have gone way more into detail and, and more First scriptures and things four, like yeah, that. We, yeah, First Thessalonians 4 is another one. There yeah. are all kind of places. I, th- I think you get the point. We are supposed to work hard. We are called to work hard. And again, even with the reasons that we put down, we could have put down a, a, a bunch more. Here's the way we want to wrap. I, I'm curious. This is kind of more of a lighthearted, I guess, side, whereas this has been kind of a heavier episode. What did you want to be when you grew up? I think everybody mm-hmm. kind of has this idea um, of what you want to do. Maybe your dream job. My dream job was a professional athlete that obviously did not exactly pay off. Uh, or not pay off. That did not work out, I guess, is a better way to put it. Um, I, I am not, as much as I thought I was when I was 10, I am not an NFL player. Um, but what what did you want to be when you grew up? <laughs> Same. I want to be an NHL player. <laughs> NHL player, yeah. And, and I mean, I played with guys that did. It was, it was not a pipe dream in terms of, like, it's not that I was that good. But I did play with guys that did make the NHL. Yeah. And so it was exciting to get to see this, to see guys get drafted, the guys that you played with and such, and, and to see them um, make it to the NHL. Good for them. We don't have a ton coming out of Colorado, so it was one or two. Yeah. Um, but that was my big dream. Really? That's what I'm going to push for. And at some point along the way, it's like... Yeah, and, and for uh, me, I, I guess I said that. that. That was my literal, this is a dream. It's not happening yeah. type yeah. of job. It's funny. We still have video of my first preschool grads. I, I Actually, I say this. I was homeschooled my entire life except for preschool. I did not know I, I went to a private preschool. And, um, Swanky. Yeah, exactly. That. And at the end of the year, we had a little graduation ceremony where we all walked up and got our diploma whatever. And we have video of where they asked all of us what we wanted to be when we grew up. And again, we're like four here. Keep that in mind. I think one kid said he wanted to be a veggie tail. Another <laughs> one said they wanted to work at Walmart, an aspiring young man. Um, and I think I said I wanted to be a policeman. I don't know where that came from at four years old, but, but Hey, um, that's something that again, everybody's got their yeah. dream job. And that's, that kind of leads us to where we want to really wrap this episode, which is chase your dreams culture. Mm. Kind of lead us into that here. As far as the idea of you can be anything you want to be. Sure. You look at the culture. I don't know when this started. I know Disney had a big, big part. In yeah. That. Um, follow your heart, chase your dreams because people do have dreams. Yeah. NHL player, football player, right? NFL player. Um, and some, go ahead, sorry. No, and, and everybody has their own dreams, artist, chef, um, whatever it may be, it's okay to have dreams. And, and the culture is showing it's okay to have dreams. But when it comes to chasing your dreams, I guess the question that we're asking ourselves, we're asking you, should we chase, should you chase your dreams? And that's a great question. And it's one that we're going to come back to next week. We didn't want to uh, say it to start the episode. This is going to be a two-part episode. Yep. We're going to come back next week, and the first thing we're going to do is answer that question. Yep. Should you chase your dreams? Because you have guys, again, I, I really admire Tim Tebow as far as he was a great athlete, seems like a really good person, um, and he, that's one of his big things is, hey, go chase your dreams. Yeah. We're going to answer that question, and that's something, again, culture's pushing. Should we chase our dreams? We'll answer that next week, but we're also going to talk about, okay, yes, we know hard work is important. We talked about that this episode. How does that apply to me now? What are practical steps that I need to do? That's what we're going to talk about next week. So Chase Your Dreams Culture, going to have to wait until next week. Episode 10, we will be back with kind of sort of a a part two of this episode. Um, But I want to encourage you, go ahead and comment now. 
do you think you should chase your dreams? Is that something that is okay? Is that something that we should be telling young men, young people to strive for? We're not going to come down on either side right now. You'll have to wait for next week, but we want to hear from you. Should you chase your dreams? I've got a, um, let's see, 15 month old. You've got three kids, two, two boys and one girl. Should you tell them to chase your dreams? We want to hear from you. Uh, so we'll start next week by answering that question and then getting into more of the, again, practical side of how do I apply these things? Yes, I know to work hard. Now what do I do if I'm 15 or 16? Right. So anything else to add before we kind of leave them on the edge of the cliff here for episode 10? No, I don't think so. Thanks for listening. Like, comment, subscribe. All those, yeah. Like, all rate, those. review, all those. We, uh, we always appreciate the feedback. Um, But unless you've got anything else to add, we will wrap right there and we will see you guys next week for episode 10 of the Godly Young Men podcast.